This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now on the Daily Mix Show. Damn. Some birds aren't meant to be caged. Yet, here we are, butt naked, eating soggy bologna sandwiches. Figure it's time to get busy living and get busy winning. Let's play Cellmates. Cellmates is the game where lawbreakers become game changers on the Daily Mig Show. And all week long, we are playing for Rolling Stones tickets. The band is going to be at Lumen Field on May 15th. Let's meet our cellmates. We have Thomas in Oak Harbor. Thomas, you vandalized some property. I did. When did this happen? Uh, so at the right age of probably 13-ish or 13, so. 13, okay. Uh, like early 90s. Uh, me and a friend of mine are... Uh, next. The next property to him is they're building a new apartment complex with townhomes, apartments, and uh, they got a nice little pond that they built around there. Uh, and it's all still under construction. Some of them are still sticks and... Some of them have walls up, and some of them they're working on the interiors. Uh, so we found one that they were working on the interior. And you know when you're, like, going downstairs, at the end of the stairwell, there's, like, a knob kind of thing or a decorative little piece, like, you hold on at the end of the stairway. Well, they had a bunch of these for, like, a few rows of apartments that uh, they had painted and left outside to dry. I'm sitting on little cardboard just outside of the houses, and uh, it was wintertime, too, so the lake was kind of frozen. Okay. So we decided, well, let's just go chuck them into the lake, break the ice, uh, just, just be fun. So we throw a whole bunch of these things into the lake. Uh, somebody in a nearby property sees us, calls the cops, uh, and this was the first and last time I had ever been taken home to my parents by the cops. Oh, did, did they let you turn the sirens on at least? Oh, no, no. I didn't think there was so. No siren. It was silent. <laughs> I knew I was on my way home to uh, what I did not want to go home to. <laughs> Who were you most afraid of when you were going home, mom or dad? Oh, it was my mom. Yeah? yeah. Oh, yeah. I did. Uh, she was the type that would when she lost it because of me, uh, whatever was in grabbing distance was whatever I got hit with. Ooh. Ouch. All right. Well, yeah, and I've had some good ones. Frying pans and lamps and 
Lamps? Whoa. Oh, yeah. She grabbed a lamp one time and whopped me up the ass. Oh, my god! Wow, that sounds uncomfortable. <laughs> well, Thomas, are you ready to meet your cellmate? We have Aaron in Tacoma. Aaron, you were arrested in Mexico for not using your blinker. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> yes, Meg, that is absolutely true. I mean, I... I don't know that I've ever heard of someone getting arrested for failing to signal. Yeah, so um, me and some buddies were uh, heading down to uh, spring break in Mexico, and we stopped in Rosarito Beach. And uh, <clears throat> we stayed at a friend's house um, right there on Rosarito Beach, and I had to go run and do a beer run. And so I went down to the store in downtown Rosarito and picked up a case of Tecate. And as I was leaving, I got on the main thoroughfare. And to get back to our house that we were staying at, you had to take a left-hand turn. And there was all these cars in front of me, and they're all taking left-hand turns at this one intersection. Well, I take a left-hand turn, and there's a cop sitting right there. And I didn't use my blinker. And he pulls me over, and he goes, you know, you you didn't use your blinker at that intersection. And I was like, I'm really sorry, officer. You know, he goes, that's okay. Come down to the station with me. Really? And I was like, what? And so he's like, unless you want to stop at the ATM and and, and give me $500. No. Like, yeah. And so he followed, so I followed him to the station and he, cause he took my ID. <laughs> so I had to get my ID back. So I pull up to the station and I go in he points to the cell. I walk into the cell, and he closes the door, and he leaves. And I'm sitting there in a Mexican jail. He's got my ID. I wait about 45 minutes. He comes back in, and he goes, you ready to go to the ATM? And I'm like, dude, I don't have $500, man. I said, oh, I just didn't use my blinker. And he's like, he's like, that's okay, man. So he leaves again for about another half an hour. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. And then he comes back in, and I said, hey, man, I said, I don't, I'm a student. I said, I'm just down here for spring break, and I know, you know, I didn't use my blinker. I'm really sorry. I said, all I have is a case of Tecate in the back of my car. I said, if you want that, you can have it. I said, but, I, I you know, he's like kind of hemmed and hawed about it for a little bit, and he went over and talked to his buddy that was sitting at the desk, and they kind of muddled it over for a minute, and he comes back up unlocks the cell, hands me my ID, follows me out to the car, I handed him the case of Tecate, and off I went. <laughs> wow. So from start to finish, how long was that entire ordeal? About two and a half hours. Dang. You would think at so least you'd come back every 45 minutes and lower the price. Like, okay, okay <laughs> do you want to go, let's go get $400. Okay, how about $300? Right. That is so, so went, crazy. So I went right back to the Tecate store, picked up another case. <laughs> I got two cases this time. It's a lot cheaper than 500 bucks. I went, yeah, I went back to my buddies or friends that we were staying at, and they're like, what took you so long? You're supposed to be back with the beer. And I said, I got I arrested. The situation. I said, I got arrested. <laughs> well, Steve, based on the severity of these cellmates, Ooh. brushes with the law, who is going to go first in the game of cellmates? Oh, man. I mean, I can't keep waiting, making him wait. He doesn't have $500, so let's go with Aaron in Tacoma. Let's let him go first. All right, Aaron, question one to you. Separating the United States from Canada for about 100 miles, what is the name of the body of water that lies to the north of the Olympic Peninsula? Uh, the Strait of Juan de Fuca. Yes. Nice. All right, Thomas, on February 3rd, the day the music died, 
Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, J.P. Richardson, and their pilot were killed in a plane crash. In what decade did this take place? Oh, 50s. Nice, we keep going. All right, Aaron, which is colder, the North Pole or the South Pole? South Pole. All right, Thomas, you get this one wrong. Aaron wins. Thomas, the smallest bone in the human body is the stirrup bone. Where is it located? Uh... Wrong. Oh, it's inside the ear, of course. Aaron, congratulations. You and your Tecate are going to see the Rolling Stones. Are you kidding me? I get to go to see the Rolling Stones? Yes. Yeah, baby. Oh, man. Awesome. Just, Congratulations. Hey, when you go to Lumen Field, make sure you use your blinkers, though, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've heard of meteorologists and news anchors just weaving the lyrics of popular artists like Taylor Swift into their reports. Yep. But there is one weatherman that added some lyrics from a band that we play on this radio station to his forecasting, and it's awesome. Which band? We're going to play the audio for you after The Clash. The Daily Mix Show. Steve Miggs, I have seen a handful of these on the internet. This one's pretty awesome. A Houston meteorologist named Adam Kruger decided to have a little bit of fun by utilizing some of Disturbed's lyrics in his weather report. Oh, wow. You know, I'm glad that it's disturbed because I, I've seen a lot of these and I think it's very clever. But more often than not, it's some pop artist like Taylor Swift. Ariana Grande. Something along those lines. I'm like, very clever, but I, I don't know any of these. Uh, okay, Taylor Swift, I might know a couple of the songs, of course. But but some of them, like, I don't know where the where, where the relates are. So I'm excited to hear him do Disturbed. Well, and sometimes those ones are a little, they're a little soft. You know, some of those pop references. So when you take it to the level of Disturbed, I think that takes some serious Work on his part. The song in question, Down With The Sickness. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Here is how it sounded. And there is a lot of cedar pollen flying around in the air this morning. You may wake up having to clear your throat like, oh, ah, ah, ah. I mean, that's how I felt this morning. These winds out of the northwest, 15 to 25, gusts up to 40. Now, it might look nice outside right now, but as soon as you step out, oh, oh, you get hit with that wind. Another windy day today, and this time of year, I'm drowning in my sea of loathing for this cedar pollen. We're right in the peak of season. We've had Arctic air up to the north, but I'll animate this into next week when suddenly it changes. Violently, it changes. We've had a lot of changing weather lately and if you're having some trouble in dealing with these changes living with these changes well unfortunately we've got more to come here notice another front thursday night to friday morning now let's talk about cedar or what i call the sickness it's if you suffer from cedar pollen it's really rough i need to psych myself up to basically go outside like get up come on get down with the sickness dude he's got so i was thinking he's in houston and i'm seeing his instagram page and he does he does all these different songs like dave matthews band missy elliott taylor swift uh, Eminem, like you mentioned, Jonas Brothers, and so on and so forth. And I'm thinking, Houston's a big market. Are they okay with this dude hijacking his weather report and trying to incorporate these lyrics into him? Or they think it's a little like, hey, dude, we're supposed to take things serious. We're a news station. But then, look, he's got 1.3 million followers on Instagram. I got to imagine that news station's just like, keep doing what you're doing, man. People are probably watching us because of you. Well, that's amazing, especially because people can tune in with, thanks to the internet. You don't have to be in Houston to watch this guy. You can right. be anywhere. So I bet there's, they've got great streaming numbers. Fresh Prince he's done before. Beastie Boys. System of a Down. 
I mean, I know that they have done like secret word and things like that. This takes it to a whole nother level. And I'm very, I'm like beyond impressed. And especially that he chose disturbed of all things, because that was a tall order. He even, he even oh. made the, he did, he did the sound effects. The, the, the sound effects were my favorite part. Oh, and I, you can follow him on Instagram at weather Adam. If you want to see some of those videos. I really like him. We got we to gotta get him on one time. Maybe we could get him to come on with us, and we have to try to guess the song as he's giving us a forecast. Oh, oh like a name that tune. You'll yeah. be able to do it. I don't know the lyrics all that well. Oh, yeah, you're pretty bad at name that tune. As, or, or, or that lyri- the lyrics. Well, speaking of Taylor Swift, Inside the NFL released some footage from right after Sunday's AFC Championship game, and it sounds like Travis Kelsey said something real nice to her. Let's hear it. Do we have it? Yeah, we have it. We have it. Don't tease us like this. Maybe we have it. That is what he said. We got it. Give us a path, guys. Give us a path. Thank you. Tell you I'm going to enjoy with you guys over here. Oh, I heard it. Yeah. So let me say, I'm, I'm going in with the guys. I love you. Yes. But did she say it back? Did, or did or she did, say thank you? I was about to say, did she pull what my wife did the first time I said I love you? <gasps> Thanks. She did not. Are yes. you kidding? Oh, Steve. Oh, all right. <laughs> in all fairness, she, she shouldn't have said I love you back. It was, it was stupid of me. It was relatively early in the relationship. And it was back in those days. You know, when you first start dating someone... <laughs> You talk all night, you're on the phone, after you text them all, or or, I miss you and love you, you know, all that kind of stuff. You just keep sending them messages, and so you would talk until, like, you were ready to go to bed. So I would be talking to her every night on the phone, and I would get very tired, you know, almost like where I'd fall asleep, and one time, like, I gotta go, I'm really tired, love you. And she's like, what? I'm like, ah! And I'm like, I, I said, I love you. And she's like, thanks? I'm like, I gotta go. Oh, no. And then the next day, I'm like, about that. How long, how long after that instance did it take her to tell you that she loved you? I'm still waiting for that, actually. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 17 years. On our wedding day. So it took about three years after that. No, it was... It took, oh, my God. I really was believing you for a second. I'm like, she waited until your wedding day? She's like, I will never say I, ma- I love you until I'm married to you. And so I was like, okay, well, let me get your ring. No, it was it was a while after that, though, to be honest with you. It, t- it still took a couple of months, I think, until I got it back. And every once in a while, I would still throw it out there like a little, love ya, and nothing. And I'm like... Were you just hoping that every time it would maybe be the day? Yes. Oh. And I was just like kind of like getting defeated every single time. And finally, I was like, look, I love you. I'm just not ready to say it. I'm like, all right, that's good enough. (laughs) Did you say you love Brad first or did he say he loves you first? I don't actually remember who said it. We both said it. I just don't remember who said it first. I probably would think it would have been Brad. Yeah. I, think, I feel like if you did a survey, and it's a very non-scientific, so don't, don't, don't quote me on it, but I feel like more dudes probably say I love you first. Oh, yeah. We were on a mountain, though. We were up at Mount Baker. We were skiing, mm-hmm. and we had a beautiful day, hitting all the moguls, and we exchanged our, our loves. So, so when he said it to you, you reciprocated. I was like, oh, my God, I love you, too. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get that. Pretty much like that. What about you, Danny? I don't remember, to be honest with you. I believe I said it first and just over the phone, and she said, oh, yeah, well, I love you, too. Okay. But, yeah, it wasn't that anything. It wasn't, we weren't skiing through the melody. Where were you skiing? We were skiing at Mount Baker. (laughs) Okay, Mount Baker. It was very romantic. Yeah, we weren't. The snow flurries. It was nothing like that. (laughs) She just said ditto. Yeah. (laughs) And was it George or you, Sarah? Oh, yeah. 
It was definitely George. And I mean, he, the way he kind of said, he was like, so I have something to tell you. Oh, wait. So he made it like a big moment, like a yes. proclamation. And then it took him like hours to actually tell me. He's like, oh, I'm just because guess how long we were dating for? I'm going to go. Six weeks. I'm going to go two months. Danny, what's your guess? One week. Two weeks. Oh. Wow. Yep, two weeks. So he knew. He knew. Did you also so the know? Lo- so the loving was that good, huh? It it was. Oh. I don't even think we were like official yet. And he was like, yo. He hadn't even asked you to be his girlfriend and he was dropping L-bombs? Yep. yep. Oh, my Well, God. yeah, for, to, to his record, he did ask me and I had said yes. And then I went back on it like three times before it was like official, official. Because <laughs> I didn't know if I had fully lived out my hoe phase yet. So I wanted to make sure. Did you tell Have him you- that was the reason why? Yes. And how do you feel about that? <laughs> he actually took it way better than I thought he would. I was like, I just want to let you know you're not the only guy I'm seeing. And he was like, yeah, makes sense. You're hot. And I was like, thanks, babe. Oh, my gosh. George it's, is my favorite. That is such a strange thing. Like, did you pull like a notepad and be like, let's, let's go over what you've accomplished in your hoe phase. And let's see if we can <laughs> check all the boxes. He has check all the boxes. never let me live it down. I wouldn't either. Yeah. Yeah. I'm shocked he didn't work that into his vows. <laughs> he should have. He was too busy crying. Wow. Well, there is a well-known music artist who stopped his show to offer a janitor $5,000 to stop working and just enjoy the show. Who did this? We're going to tell you at 817. The Daily Mix Show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The phone number to call this morning or any morning, Rockaholics, is 206-803-ROCK. We want to know, what is the strangest thing you got paid to do? (laughs) Keep it clean. To an extent. This is a family-friendly show. Or what is the oddest thing you paid someone to do? The reason that we're asking this is because Travis Scott, the hip-hop artist, stopped a show in the middle of it on Sunday night 
down in Miami when he spotted a janitor that was mopping up a mess. And mind you, like Travis Scott, maybe not in our wheelhouse, and people might, might might not be too familiar with him. He's playing like big arenas, like and stuff like that. So it's not like a small club where he sees like a janitor in the corner. He stopped down during an arena show just to be like, hey, what's up, janitor? I want you to dance. <laughs> what he did next was offer the man $5,000 to just put down the mop and enjoy the concert, which is awesome. Just give me the money. I'm done. <laughs> Here's the audio. Hey, when somebody go to my back, get my car right here, 5000 I want you to just take off the day tonight. You're holding on to that today. I'm not kidding. You're not coming to make this. You know, when they go to my back, get $5,000 for my boy right here. You know what I'm saying? Now, listen here. Only way he clocking in is only if he can rage. Well, I hope he raged. I do, too. Because it says that they don't know if he received the payment. I would like to know if he actually did get the money and if he did say, hey, I'm not going to work anymore. And if the, if, his, if the employee was like fine about it. Because if I own the place or if I'm like the person that's employing him, I'm like, dude, take the money. Yeah. Like, you know what? If you're willing to, clean up after the show. Don't you dare stop mopping. Right. No, like, they got to be point, cool with it. That's, just have, that's a $5,000 bonus right there. How do you say no to that? That's pretty amazing. $5,000 like that. So, Rockaholics, we want to know from you the strangest thing you got paid to do. You can give us a call, 206-803-ROCK. The oddest thing even that you paid someone else to do. We're going to take your calls after Disturbed. The Daily Migs Show. 206-803-ROCK. We are asking you, Rockaholics, what is the strangest thing you ever got paid to do or the oddest thing that you paid someone else to do? Matthew in Monroe, you had a caterpillar problem you had to pay for. What's that? It was a caterpillar problem that you had to pay for, or were you getting paid on the caterpillar project? I got paid to go climb trees and pick caterpillar nests. Is that an actual job? No, this was for the crazy lady I was working for, yeah. (laughs) I feel like you probably have more than just one story about this crazy lady. Well, yeah, she was uh, she was interesting. I spent uh, a couple weeks working for her, actually through our company. I was uh, how do you want to say? It? I was kind of hoard out to her on a daily basis by my boss. <laughs> was it that you went to her house and just did odd jobs for her? Yeah, well, it was all had to do with trees. I'm an arborist, so it all had to do with trees. And Seattle goes through tent caterpillars every seven years, about seven eight years they go through them. And anyways, it was one of those years of the tent caterpillars, and she had me spend a week climbing her property and taking all the caterpillar nests out of the trees. Excuse my caterpillar ignorance. What is it a tech caterpillar or whatever? A tent, tent, like a tent. A tent. Yeah. Do, do they it's cause damage? Nests you see in the trees that come in about every seven years. And they look like spider webs, but they're caterpillar nests. And do you have to burn them afterwards? She had me do it. Yes, yeah. she was of German. Descent, so that was kind of weird. She made me bring him down into a burning barrel and burn them all. Yeah, she what was. What the hell? Um, she was a little out there. Is there a fear that these caterpillars will cause damage to the home, or can no. they? They could just exist. They do nothing but eat the leaves on the trees. They die off and don't come back for seven or eight more years. Don't hurt the trees or harm nothing. And then they wow. come back as beautiful butterflies, don't they? Yes, they're yeah. just, it's just aesthetics. What a weird thing to be needed to do. Matthew, out of curiosity, what's the tallest tree you've ever been up as an arborist? Oh, a big redwood, you know, close to 200 feet. Has, yeah. a, has a tree ever landed on you or come close to landing on you? <laughs> Unfortunately, both, yes. Whoa. You got hit by a tree? Yeah, well, I mean, you've had, yeah, different, you know, not like standing underneath it where it falls out of right. the air. That would crush you. But, you wouldn't be calling you know, right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, you know, 
different episodes of, of tree butts and parts of the tree smacking you around and knocking you off to the side and stuff. Now, we've, we've had people at our property on a handful of times that do arborist work, tree work. It is like one of the most exciting things to watch. You guys are like scientists out there, you know, checking the wind and doing all these things. It's pretty neat. Yeah, you do it long enough, accidents will happen. You can't, Oof. you know, it's just like riding a motorcycle. You ride long enough, it's not a matter of if, but when. Oh, well, thanks, Matt, the caterpillar plucker. <laughs> Jeremy in Bremerton, yours involves pepper spray. Yes. Do tell. Well, throughout the uh, 17 years I was in the military, um, part of that was uh, security details, security force, military top type stuff. And part of the requirement is you got to get pepper sprayed as part of your training. How many times did you get pepper sprayed? I think seven total. And Does it ever get easier? Or do you kind of know, I mean, I don't know, once you know what to expect, does it make it? I don't know if it could be better. No, yeah. you just understand. Oh, uh, your phone's not all weird on this, but Jeremy, but thanks for the call, my man. Yeah, I don't like the pepper spray at all. The texts are coming in. Now, one person said, I, I, we have a couple people that snorted stuff for money. One what? person says, I got $2 to snort some wasabi. It was not worth the $2. Yeah. I don't even think I would want to eat the wasabi for $2. I like don't like whole, when like, it... clump of it. Yeah, when you eat it and it somehow like hits your nasal a little bit is miserable. Like, thankfully, the burn goes away quickish. That was still one of the, the 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 funniest and also just like the saddest moments ever as a parent. Like when we were at a, a sushi place in Puyallup and we weren't fully like noticing what Tatum was grabbing, and she grabbed what she thought was was uh, was guacamole. But of oh, course, no. you know, I mean, silly Tatum. She needs to learn that there's no guacamole <laughs> at a, a sushi restaurant. That's at Chipotle. And she put it in her mouth, and all of a sudden we just you know open mouth open and like the big cry sound. Tears are coming down. We're like. What, at first we thought maybe she was choking because oh. we had no idea. And then she's like, that's not guacamole. And, ah, uh, dude, I had to bite my cheek. Like, of course, I felt terrible for her, but that was like the funniest line ever when she saw when he his kid. And luckily it went away quick and she was so proud. Like, she would brag about that story to everybody. Like, I, I hate wasabi. I was like, man, yeah, that was a bad idea. She didn't even get $2 out of the deal. Well, that's too bad. 206-803-ROCK. We're asking the strangest thing you got paid to do or the strangest thing you paid someone else to do. So is it for 500 bucks? I sold my used socks. I have no idea what he wanted them for. I have thoughts, but who cares? It was 500 bucks. What? I, we're in the wrong industry. We if need some, to be in the used sock. Okay, if somebody trade. sent you an Instagram page, post, like a DM, <laughs> and because this happened in the world of like in, in, in the wrestling scene, there was this guy who wanted pictures of wrestlers' feet, and he would slide into like men and female and female. He would slide into their DMs and then say how much for pictures of your feet and of course some people were just like they would screenshot like this is so gross and then other people would just be like how much are you willing to Daddy give right so i had a buddy who was just like yeah i was just like what, what are you willing to offer you know and i was and i was always so bummed that i never got that message because i was like what would i do in that situation if it was ex- if i feel like for over a hundred bucks i'll take a picture of my feet no problem yeah that is so bizarre though I mean, I, I, i'm not trying to like throw shade on the feet of wrestlers <laughs> 
That's a very specific. Well, I think he was just a fan. Maybe that was his end. Be able to like, hey, I'll give you money. I know that you guys will do whatever for money. So here, here's some money. It's funny you say that. We have a radio friend that we all know that he he has a very large following on uh, Instagram. And he says, like, he'll post pictures, like, from the gym and his shoes are in it. And he'll get weird messages of people, like, offering to buy his shoes. Because really? they, they want the smell of his feet and whatnot. How much is, are they asking for? He said close to two to three thousand dollars per pair, and he per, yeah. So I don't know. Does I, he take them up on the offer? I don't know. I don't know if that's actually ever been said that he's took them up on that. I have no problem with that, to be honest with you. No, like, either. If, if somebody wants to give me a thousand dollars for these Nikes that I'm wearing right now, I'll be like, you know what? I'll cover shipping. I'm that nice of a guy. I'll be like, because. I don't know what you plan on doing with it, but it doesn't bother me. Yeah. And I guess there's no way to know that it's yours. You know what I mean? Like, it's not... Oh, so I should just go buy a random pair? Well, maybe. Yeah, I really like the shoes. There's no way to know. I mean, they can't verify your must. I mean, maybe you got to give them, like, a certificate of authenticity. (laughs) (laughs) Show you wearing them at the gym. So he said, in in the fifth grade, this is at 206-803-ROCK. When I was in the fifth grade, some sixth graders came up to me and offered me... Ten bucks to snort crushed Skittles. I did it. I got the ten bucks. Worst decision ever. Oh, oh God. That makes my eyes water thinking about that. We no never, thanks. We never did Skittles, but we did the lime salt for sure. Lime salt? Oh, yeah, and that was not fun to do. Is, but it wasn't for money. It was just we did it because we were daring each other. Is the lime salt like the one they give you the little packet of when you're on an airplane and you ask for a vodka soda and then they give you a little pack of limes no, of lime a, stuff that's lime extract to make oh. it just to make it taste <laughs> like limes <laughs> I mean you're not wrong it's a powder and a lime thing <laughs> oh my gosh someone said a friend offered me $2,000 to do her boyfriend so she could break up and not feel guilty oh my gosh no, I did not. I told her it was not worth the risk for of the friendship because he was just because he was gorgeous long time ago that was a lot of money nowadays that's a lot of money. Uh, that's a this is a good payday for you. Would you? No. <laughs> no. I mean, at least run it by Brad first. Yeah, right? run it by Brad. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, if I if I back in my like broke college days, I'm sure there were some wild things I probably could have been convinced to do for money, but I but I never did. How hard up are you? To, I mean, I, can you not break up with someone? Are you that bad at a communication that you're like, I can't do it. I don't have the courage to break up with this person. I need to have them do something wrong in order for me to break up. Like, that just seems so absurd. Like, I'm going to give you $2,000 so you can have sex with my boyfriend so that that way I'm so mad. Then I could be mad at him and break up with him because he cheated on me. I mean, $2,000 is a lot of money. I mean, I don't know. That seems pretty I, wild. I How like, bad is the relationship? Just go up to the guy and be like, yo, it's not working out. Here's $2,000. And I feel like that, you know what? I'm, I'd walk no problem. Rockaholics, how would you like to beat Steve? The record he is sitting with right now is 28 and 11. 206-803-ROCK. We're going to play Beat Migs at 847. The Daily Migs Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.